This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omni Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Hello and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is Future Talk with a little bit of a twist. Hani and I are coming to you from the comfort of our own home to make sure that you are keeping entertained and informed during your quarantine period. But we are here today to bring you the latest in artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse 95. To begin with, the UAE has lots of news in regards to what should we be careful about when using Google Chrome and Firefox. The Telecommunication Regulatory Authority has some warnings for us and we're going to be giving you the latest on that. But 3D printed masks are on the rise as the world fights for finding face masks to make sure that we are constantly being protected during our fight against COVID-19. As the prices of masks tend to hike, this company right here in the UAE is trying to provide cheap masks using 3D printing. Around the world, self-driving cars are moving COVID-19 tests in Florida. Once again, this is the advantage of using artificial intelligence and self-driving cars. We don't need to put our lives at risk because there are robots that are doing that for us. And Elon Musk is moving away from creating Teslas and cars to building a ventilator, but he's still using the Tesla car technology. To find out about all that, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk. And a smartwatch application is is being launched to monitor the coronavirus spread. Where is it going to be applicable on and where can you download it? All these details and more are coming up right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, the TRA is warning UAE residents of vulnerabilities in Google Chrome and Firefox. And also, the UAE has reported around 34,000 cyber attacks during March 2020. That's just this year. That is last month. And 6% of those attacks were phishing attacks. Now, the UAE's Computer Emergency Response Team, which is an initiative from the TRA, has cautioned internet users against vulnerabilities found in web browsers such as Google Chrome and Firefox. Now, the, the response team was established to promote, build, and ensure a safer and secure cyber environment and culture in the UAE. Now, the response team did issue a warning on April 5th of this year, encouraging users to upgrade their Firefox browser after vulnerabilities were also discovered on the app. Now, vulnerabilities are software errors in the system that can be exploited by criminals to interfere with systems and influence them. Now, Mozilla, which is Mozilla Firefox, did release a security update for Firefox and Firefox ECR to patch these vulnerabilities currently being exploited by attackers, which may lead to even controlling target devices remotely. So basically, these hackers could exploit the vulnerability and take control of your devices. Now, obviously, the, rec the recommendation is to update to the latest Firefox and Firefox ECR to avoid risks posed by these vulnerabilities. 
And uh, recently, there has been a surge in cyber attacks as a lot of people are staying home and a lot of people are now on the internet to combat the spread of COVID-19 and stay indoors and stay at home. I hope you guys are staying at home as well. But do stay safe against these cyber attacks. Always make sure that the link you're going to or the email you received is a trusted link and a certified link. And how to do so, double check on the URL on the top of the, the browser. Make sure you're going to the trusted and official website. But now let's talk about how a Dubai company is using 3D printers to manufacture low-cost face shields to help medics and food production workers across the country. Now, obviously, they're 3D printing masks to help fight the coronavirus COVID-19. Now, the, the, the company does have factories in Sharjah and Dubai, and they actually have increased production from only a few hundred masks to more than 40,000 to keep up with the demand. Now, the sale of face masks did soar in the UAE after the government said they should be worn at all times outside of your home. Now, it does cost only 10 to 15 dirham for a mask, and the mask can be produced in about 20 to 30 minutes. Now, the company is in Dubai Production City, is also exporting to the United States as the country reports a huge shortage of face masks. Now, larger 3D printing machines can increase production to about 500 every hour. Now, the engineering company that usually does focus on spare parts for the oil and gas industry or even converts warehouses into digital operations capable of uh, 3D printing components is now producing the materials and masks in partnership with a lot of other companies uh, in Dubai. Now, the way this mask is, it is a printed face shield which is then connected to a headband and they are made from a special material called polymer and it does repel viruses and bacteria so it is for perfect use in clinically controlled settings now as covid uh, covid 19 can survive more than 72 hours on a surface transmission time is a major issue when trying to control its spread now this is a great initiative from this company and it's amazing how again all of us in a lot of big tech companies a lot of big manufacturing companies are putting their hand in hand together to combat covid 19 as this is a, a pandemic across the globe is not only happening in the UAE or in the US, the whole world is in this together. And we see, just like I said yesterday, big tech companies like Facebook, Apple, uh, Google, they're all putting their hand in hand together to combat COVID-19. But we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, Omni is going to tell us all about Tesla and what Elon Musk is doing. So tune in right here only on Pulse95. Move away, Teslas. Ventilators are coming to town. Yes, exactly. You heard it right. Elon Musk is stopping his Tesla manufacturing to create ventilators to help support the fight against COVID-19. Tesla actually posted a video on their YouTube channel showing its engineers working on designing ventilators from Tesla Model 3 parts. I know, I know what you're thinking. Why are many automotive companies moving away from creating cars and now helping by creating ventilators? One example is Ford, another is General Motors. The reason is very simple. Car parts are available and they're actually available in very high quantities simply because they never want to run out. They don't ever want to have shortage on, let's say, door handles. Um, and this is exactly why Elon Musk has decided to go ahead and start creating ventilators. 
Tesla's engineers started out with two versions of the ventilator. One of them was actually shown in that video that they posted, along with a packaged model that would show how it might look like when used by a hospital. And the reason behind them using the parts that they would typically use to assemble a Tesla Model 3 is the fact that they know these parts really well. They know the reliability of them and they know that they're always going to be available in volume. The ventilator that they are designing is using multiple components from the cars of its Model 3, so Tesla Model 3. So they're using parts like the infotainment screen that you would typically, you know, change your music on, connect your Bluetooth on. Um, it's using as well as a parts of its suspension system. Apart from Tesla, Ford is actually working on expanding its ventilator production while also using its own resources to help build vents, respirators, and face shields. Its main aim is to build ventilators that are high quality and they know that they are reliable. Apart from creating ventilators, Musk is also purchasing FDA-approved ventilators and shipping them to hospitals that really need them. New York City hospitals, for example, recently shared an image on Twitter thanking Elon Musk and Tesla for delivering 40 ventilators to one of the hospitals residing in there. Elon Musk recently stated that Tesla's New York factory is soon going to reopen, not to produce Teslas, but to produce ventilators and perhaps they might just be the ventilators that were showcased in that video. These ventilators are definitely gonna have a very unique design because as I mentioned before, they are using um, the touchscreen monitor that you would usually find in a Tesla car, but now this screen is gonna be showing information like the air pressure, the flow, and the volume that is going inside a patient's lung. But they can also show uh, if a patient is having any struggles breathing it can also help control the air in three different ways you can increase the pressure you can increase the amount of air that you're giving or you can increase both so this flexibility is definitely going to help make this ventilator fit every patient's needs on its own an oxygen tank is going to also be given along with the ventilator just like a backup system um, alongside a backup battery and an air compressor. So this is gonna give healthcare providers another 20 to 40 minutes to move the patient to another ventilator if something goes wrong with the original machine. Although Tesla's work is far from over, this is definitely a promising step towards helping this world fight off COVID-19. Coming up, Hani is gonna be giving you the latest updates on self-driving cars moving COVID-19 tests in the United States. To find out more about this, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Now we're going to be talking about Florida and what are they doing in the tech world. Now Florida is my home state. I was raised and I grew up in Florida, but Florida is doing a supervised self-driving shuttle, which is a bus and it is moving COVID-19 tests in Florida. Now autonomous shuttles are being used to move COVID-19 tests from Jacksonville, Florida testing site to a nearby Mayo Clinic processing location in what the medical nonprofit is calling a first for the U.S. 
But as often as the case with autonomous vehicle pilot programs, there's always a catch. Now, during each run made to and from the clinic, the self-driving shuttles are then being trailed by an SUV driven by a human. Now, the SUV can be spotted in a video released by the Mayu Clinic after one of the Mayu Clinic workers loads the cooler of tests onto the self-driving shuttle. The SUV then follows the shuttle across the Mayu Clinic campus where the batch of fresh tests is then swapped for another cooler. Now, four of these vehicles have made the same run back and forth each day since March 30th. Now, the CEO of the autonomous vehicle operator, Beep, said the Jacksonville Transportation Authority is providing the chase vehicles to ensure no traffic or pedestrians would potentially impact the delivery path of the COVID-19 samples and supplies. Now, that is despite the fact that Mayo Clinic's press release says the routes of the, sh uh, of the shuttles are running and are always isolated from pedestrians, traffic, and staff. Now, a representative for Beep, which worked with the Mayo Clinic and self-driving shuttle builder Navia on the pilot, says that putting the tests in the attendant-less shuttle instead of an SUV or a truck being driven by a human does help limit any potential exposure to the novel coronavirus. And judging from the distance covered in the video released by the Mayo Clinic, it does look like using some sort of vehicle, autonomous or not, would indeed help speed up the delivery of the test to the processing site. Now, another benefit of this is, according to Mayo Clinic, obviously, is that the shuttle does help keep many Mayo Clinic staff as free as possible since they, they would otherwise have to transport the samples themselves. Now, the Mayo Clinic also wants to have many precautions in place as possible, but unfortunately, humans aren't as fully out of the delivery loop as it may seem. Now, aside from the shadow cars beep, the Mayo Clinic and the GTA are also closely monitoring the shuffles from a mobile command center to make sure there are no problems with the deliveries. Now, getting tests done quickly and safety and safely is a huge priority right now, especially considering how long it took for the US to spin up a serious testing regime. But the new autonomous shuttle aided effort in Florida is just the latest example of how hard it is to totally remove humans from the task of driving, even during a pandemic when corners are sometimes allowed to be cut and rules can be changed or rewritten entirely. Now, uh, I'm saying this because, ladies and gentlemen, there's always uh, a kind of a controversy whether or not we are uh, we are ready yet for autonomous vehicles or not. But nowadays, it's it's not whether we're ready or not. We need to do it because it's the most viable thing right now. Now, hats off to Florida for doing it. My home state. Shout out to y'all and. Um, it's a great initiative now. Obviously, uh, you don't want people to get in contact with these COVID-19 uh, uh, samples, especially people who are not qualified for it. That's why having these shuttles and making it being monitored by the Mayo Clinic is a great, great thing to do. And uh, hats off to Florida. Hats off to the Mayo Clinic. Hats off to Beep. I mean, just love and appreciation to all these companies and all these people trying to do the best to stop the spread of COVID-19. And hopefully soon we'll have a vaccine because like I'm doing... Uh, uh, future talk from home i am missing this studio and i'm missing seeing omnia's face but speaking of omnia omnia is going to give us the apps all around the world segment so stay tuned right here only on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 all around what's worth a click and download 
In the fight against COVID-19, we are all looking for one and one only thing facts. We're looking for data, we're looking for information, we're constantly checking the news, which I mean, honestly, I do need to advise everyone not to check it too often because it can definitely cause a lot of anxiety for people, including myself. But as I mentioned, we're all looking for data to help understand this virus a lot more and to help contain its spread. This is exactly why Germany is launching a smartwatch application that is going to help monitor the COVID-19 spread. So this is an application that goes on your Apple Watch, on your Fitbit, on your Galaxy, uh, uh, on your Galaxy Watch, and it's going to help monitor all the typical symptoms of COVID-19. Now, this application is called the Corona Data Donation App, and it's available for download in the Google Play Store and Apple's App Store. It is absolutely voluntary, so if you want to download it, you're happy to. If you don't, you can opt out. But the data that is placed on this application is definitely processed anonymously, so you're not going to be worried about your privacy being hijacked. Now, to register as a user, you would need to enter your postcode, your gender, your age, your height, and your weight. But I know a lot of you are wondering, what is it exactly measuring? So this application is actually gathering all the vital signs from volunteers wearing their smartwatches or fitness trackers. So it's looking at your pulse, your temperature, and your sleep. And it's going to analyze whether you have COVID-19 or not. But again, you do need to have the official COVID-19 test. But this is going to help collect information for those who do have this disease. Now, the results of this research or of the data collected from you is going to be represented in an interactive online map. So health authorities from around the world, doctors, researchers can go ahead and assess the way the infections are spreading down around the globe. If enough people download this application, it's definitely going to help give a very clear idea on how infections are spreading and whether the containment measures that many countries around the world, including the UAE, are doing, are they working or not? Now, looking at Germany, it has the fourth highest COVID-19 caseload behind the United States, Spain and Italy. However, it has kept its casualties down. Not many people have died from COVID-19 in Germany and that is all thanks to early and extensive testing. It's amazing how we buy these Fitbits, these Apple Watches, you know, these Samsung Galaxy Watches to help keep track of our fitness, to help keep track of our workouts, to know how many calories are we burning per workout. But wearing a smartwatch or a fitness tracker can do a lot more than just help you track your calories. It can look at your activity levels, your heart rate, and your sleep. And little do we know, this information could help us detect the early onset of COVID-19. I actually heard of a very interesting story about a woman who knew she had COVID-19 because of a fitness tracking ring. So these are, there are these rings called the Aura Ring. They help uh, track your sleep. They help track your breathing rate. And she was wearing it uh, during multiple nights. Um, so this ring was actually able to pick up on her disturbed sleep and that her temperature uh, was rising throughout the night. 
over the span of three nights, she actually paid attention that uh, the readings were getting higher and higher. And this made her go ahead and get checked out by a healthcare professional. So had it not been for that smart ring, she might have never actually felt that slight increase in her fever, which wouldn't have caused her to wake up, but definitely did showcase that she had the COVID-19 virus. While these fitness trackers are definitely not trying to substitute doctors in any way, shape or form, they can definitely help alert us to all the different changes that can take place in our body without us even feeling them sometimes. So let me know. Slide into our DMs on at Pulse95 Radio. Do you have a fitness tracker, whether it be a smart watch or a smart ring? And do you actually go ahead and check out how your sleep has been through the night, how your breathing rate is, and does it help you find more information about yourself? Future Talk will be returning on Sunday to celebrate the beginning of a brand new week. But until then, let's celebrate the weekend. It is quarantine. We're all self-isolating. We're all trying our best to stay at home. But that does not mean that we can't be virtually connected. So I challenge all of you to call a friend this weekend that you have not spoken to in a while over a Zoom call, over any of the free video chat applications that are provided right here in the UAE and catch up with them. Hani and I will definitely be catching up over a video call too since we have also been social distancing. Have a great weekend, but keep Pulse95 rolling because Aishan Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah, the dream team, from Afternoon Karak will be giving you some of the best shows and movies to keep you entertained during your quarantine period. So keep Pulse95 on and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.